I'm Kevin Bachman. On this episode of Background Check Radio, I'll tell you why sellers don't focus too much on problem solving, but if you're a problem solver, you'll be a far better salesperson. Stick around. You know, I'm not a salesperson at heart, and and I think there are a multitude of ways to increase profits and revenue beyond straight new client acquisition. But I'll tell you, in the last 12 months, I've spent a considerable amount of time thinking how, compared to years past, it's precisely going to be new sales that will positively or negatively determine the course of your company post-COVID. And why now is the time to take off the kid gloves and really, really attack. But first, a word from today's sponsor, NetForce Global. One of the most challenging aspects of international screening is understanding the specific country requirements. After all, who among us knows the Bulgarian search requirements before a client orders a Bulgarian criminal search? Well, NetForce Global does and they proactively provide the required information and documents for Bulgaria and about 240 other countries on their easy-to-use platform. Their research shows searches run an average of five days faster when you avoid common mistakes. No more chasing down information from partners who may not be sure of it themselves. And with a leadership team that's done stints with CRAs, data providers, and vendors, they're intimately aware of what each stakeholder needs at each step of the process. NetForce Global, the smart choice. So today we're going to talk about whether you're a solver or a seller. And and don't bail on this halfway through, please. There's a prime takeaway I'm building up to, which I'll share at the end. You know, to be honest, selling's faster. It's easier. I'm I'm constantly told people don't want to consume content or or spend the time or the energy to dive into something, learn about it, and make a decision. You, know, you, you can brute force sell, but I worry by more quickly capturing the surface level opportunities, we're missing out on the bigger fish. Because let's face it, the honest truth is most people aren't ready to buy when we find them. Even if it's them who found us. Yeah, they, they clicked on a link. Yeah, they, they downloaded our white paper. Sure, they signed up for the webinar, but are they ready? Are they in pain? Because no one moves without being in pain. No one thinks, yeah, my my partner's kind of good. My pricing's okay. Turnaround time's decent. They're pretty accurate. I'll fire them. I'll go with you. No, people move when they're hurting, not before. So our job then as solvers is twofold. First, it's to wait for them to be ready and be positioned appropriately for when they are. Now, there's a lot of brand and market positioning that goes into that, but that's another podcast. But that's job number one, to be ready and waiting for when they are in pain. But job number two, if they're not feeling it, it's to create pain. Well, that that sounds strange, right? Definitely sounds disingenuous. Shady, unethical? Heck no. My job is to identify and uncover the pain a prospect feels, even if they don't know yet that they have it. If an employer feels okay with their partner, but they didn't know their partner's twice, charging them twice as much and taking twice as long, well, a solver can turn that ambivalence into anger really, really fast. Because as a solver, I'm focused on illuminating the gap between what is 
and what can be. It's not shady if you tell them about a problem they didn't know they had and how you can make their life easier and better. Now, to be clear, I'm not inventing problems. I'm not lying or obfuscating something to make it look like a bigger deal than it is. If their program is great and their provider is great, move on. But if there are gaps, if there are holes, it's not their fault they didn't know. And you're not a jerk for showing it to them. You're helping them. That's what solvers do. I, I once helped win a million-dollar account, which we had for 10 years, by pointing out a compliance problem a federally regulated airline had with their old provider, which they otherwise never would have known about. But the sellers, they, they hear ambivalence. They hear a prospect verbalize comfort, stability, and they say, okay. They ask if they can send some coolly graphically designed collateral their marketing team spent a lot of money on. They get the okay to check back in in a couple months, at which time the prospect will predictably ignore the phone calls and emails. The seller then logs their data into their glitzy CRM. They hit their quota of calls and reach outs for the day, the week, the month. Pipeline looks good on paper, but the opportunities which are predictable to me, less predictable to the seller, never quite get to the closed stage. Because the, in this model, the seller can close just enough deals by providing those surface level solutions, by cleaning up that low hanging fruit to hold on to for 14 or 18 months. Then they either see the writing on the wall and bounce somewhere else, or the company takes action and moves on. The company then goes back to the drawing board, pouring more money into collateral or marketing overlooking the key problem, which, which will never go away. Too many of us are teaching our sales staffs to be better sellers instead of better problem solvers. And that's not fair to them. And that's not fair to us. Okay, let's take a break for a moment and talk again about today's sponsor, NetForce Global. NetForce Global's expertise providing easy-to-use international screening solutions is well-known, but its global compliance expertise is what really makes it a winning partner. As privacy regulations such as GDPR gain more traction across the world, it's hard for CRAs to understand how to advise their clients. NetForce Global provides the education and the support to CRA clients to help them understand these complex requirements and how they impact end users. And with a support team that provides transparent, real-time updates on pending searches, CRAs are better positioned to apprise their clients with real information, not just the dreaded in-process kind of update. NetForce Global, the smart choice. Okay, let's go back to the example we paused before we paused to talk about NetForce Global. You know, most people don't think like this because they see a seller who can close $200,000 a year in new logos, pay for themselves, the cost of goods sold, and put a little money in ownership's pockets. But again, I always look at the gap between what is and what can be. So I'm not excited for a seller at a 200,000 quota when I know a solver can do 300,000. But everything I've just described is perfectly natural and perfectly normal. I'm not mad at anyone and I never judge. That's why I like doing this stuff. I like solving. But we're teaching our staff to be sellers and not solvers. So when we go back into the market looking to expand our sales staff or replace somebody that left either under their own volition or ours, and then we predictably ask our friends who they know that might be looking, 
all we're going to find are the same sellers we had. They just left a different company. The solvers aren't looking. They don't need to. So this, this brings up another practical problem here. Up until now, I mostly described this in terms of the individual. But let's broaden our lens a bit and think of this organizationally. You spend money to find opportunities. Lead gen, webinar sponsorships, white papers, case studies, podcast sponsorships, joint marketing efforts, PBSA conferences. Unless your marketing efforts have created a limitless pipeline, one where your team is drowning in well-qualified buyers, you've burned that opportunity forever when you work under this seller model. When we hear that ambivalence from a prospect, which could have been anger, but we didn't know because we approached the deal looking to sell a product rather than fix a problem, when we rush through the discovery, when we rush through and get a proposal out the door, when we get radio silence from unreturned phone calls and follow-up emails, the, the seller won't ever go back. They'll just hunt in new places. The CRM won't flag it as a future opportunity because there's no data to convince anyone it's worth pursuing. That gets closed as a dead lead. But if you're a solver, you understand that buyers aren't always ready to buy when your paths first cross. It's timing. It happens to me personally all the time. Some CRAs engage me three years after our first conversation. Others I'll work with years ago, nothing for three years, and then we start back up again. So a, a key takeaway here is the time might not always be right. And that's okay because just because someone doesn't buy now doesn't mean they won't buy forever. I'll admit it. I'm not much of a salesperson. Even though at every step of my career, I've always been told I should be in sales. But I, I've abhorred the thought of wasting days away following up with someone on the third unreturned phone call after the seventh unresponded to email from the lead I got because someone signed up for a webinar six months ago. That's not exciting enough to get me out of bed in the morning, and it shouldn't be exciting enough to get you out of bed in the morning. But solving problems... Man, that gets our blood pumping. We look for problems to fix. We look for things to make better, which as it turns out, makes me pretty good at sales. So what's the key takeaway I'm leading up to here? The reason I asked you to stick around. Solving will take longer. You'll get more pushback from your sales team. It will definitely be harder. But the money is in solving. The profits that rain down because your new client acquisition costs are lower. Because you don't have to pour as much money into recapturing what you lost. The profits that come from retention. The lifetime value of the customer is longer. The profile of the customer is better, more in line with your company's DNA. They bought you for you. Because on the other hand, if you got them by selling, you're susceptible to losing them to someone who sells better. But if you got them by solving, they know the pain you fixed. They know life is better with you than without you. More profits to the company, more commission to you as the salesperson. It's not easy, which is why so few do it. Go join them. If you'd like to know how to position your sales staff to do this well and who to attack, you can find me on LinkedIn. Email kevin at CRADoctor.com or Twitter at Kevin Bachman. Thanks for listening to this episode of Background Check Radio. Have a great day.